This is the Pirate Radio Podcast. And welcome into the Pirate Radio Podcast. I am Shirley Rhodes. On January 29th, ECU third baseman Dixon Williams stopped by the show to have a chat with Clip Brock about the upcoming ECU baseball season. Dixon, first of all, good to see you again. How you doing, man? Doing good. It is uh, about that time. I've been asking your teammates, like, when does it start to feel real? Are you at that point yet? Uh, I'd say so. I think right after the banquet, uh, that feeling starts to kick in. So, yeah, it's knocking on the door how was uh the banquet the other night i've talked to brian bailey uh we'll talk to mike harrington who spoke at that banquet coming up on tuesday and uh, also coach lartigue was in earlier uh, his first experience but yeah. uh how about you uh what was kind of your highlights from the other night uh it was no it was great um it was a great time obviously very busy and uh the fans showed out and uh it was a good event yeah and uh i heard it was uh it was long a lot of good speeches i heard uh gavin uh went pretty quick with his yeah i mean he got up there he was like yeah i'm gonna keep it brief and i i didn't know how uh true that was but yeah he was he did a good job he had some good feel there uh mully told me star spoke quite a bit and uh i have not really talked to jacob starling a whole lot and in fact not at all really until media day and uh and heard him spoke but it, it and and mully said i don't know how you know how true it is but sounds like he's kind of growing up maturing yeah, we just haven't really heard him talk and now he's talking quite a bit yeah no it surprised a lot of us uh i didn't think he i didn't even know he was speaking i knew uh beal and carter were but um when he got up there it surprised me but he did an awesome job and you yourself are pretty from what i know laid back quiet kind of guy yeah. uh, how much uh talking are you doing in the clubhouse in the dugout you know or on game day I, I get pretty chatty once i get to know somebody i think the uh initial conversations i have with people probably aren't as long or right. uh, in depth but yeah i'd say uh I talk a good amount in the locker room. Well, a lot of uh, people, a lot of your teammates have been talking about your great uh, offseason. Have you been able to carry that into week one of uh, of scrimmages? How did the first weekend go out there for you? Yeah, it was good. It was more so a weekend of just being competitive. Um, Didn't really get uh, pitches to drive that much. Um, So just, you know, taking what I need to take and uh, hopefully this weekend get some pitches that are drivable. Yeah, uh, well, I guess guys are trying to pitch around you, which maybe uh, they'll be doing during the regular season. <laughs> Hopefully not, uh, but yeah. How's the, uh, how about the fielding aspect of it uh, over at, I guess, third base? Is that where you're at right yeah. now? Uh, I'm at third base. Got a couple hot shots this weekend, so uh, it was uh, good to see those right now and uh, get ready for them in the season. Yeah, what's the... I mean, you can't play scared, but you always got to play aware, I guess, right? Yeah. Well, what's it like um, over there? Yeah, it's a... Uh, it's it's different because you feel a lot closer than the pitcher's mound, even though you're not. It because uh, you know that guy can just turn on it and hit one down there. But my first real experience was really last year at the regional. I go in and uh, sitting in there, and I think it was the later innings. I want to say the bottom of the eighth, and uh, I forgot who can who's who's the righty hitter. Uh, Talking uh, about Virginia? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, he smoked one down the line at me, and I don't even think I reacted to the ball. It got <laughs> past me so quick. So yeah. uh, that was that kind of got me ready for third base. And But, yeah, it gets hit down there all the time. And then a runner on first, a runner on second, and they're showing bunt, and you got to go yeah. in. That's, that's got to be pretty yeah. terrifying. Well, Star, Star's the worst for that because he's a good runner, so I got to be in a little bit anyway. He can bunt, but he also just rips it down the line all the time. So I'm like – yeah, that, that one gets a little scary, those situations. But when a lefty comes up, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm, uh, you don't get uh, – 
comfortable. But right. Just like, hey, he's not going to smash one down here at me. Uh, how about the the new corner infield for the Pirates? So Josh Moylan uh, gone over there at first as well. Sounds like Carter Cunningham. We know about Cam Clanch. Uh Carter said on media day that um, fielding ground balls is still an adventure sometime for him, but he said he's really improved on that. So how's everybody looking? You still got, of course, Barini and Starling in that middle infield. Yep. Um, yeah, you got Carter and Clanch and then Chaz is over there as well. And they've all been doing a good job just competing and honestly they all look great over there they all swing it so it's it's going to be fun to see them all kind of duke it out who's over at third with you who else is uh, over uh there? right now it is me colby wallace parker goes over there and then um nate Christman as well all right so, got some guys. options there and uh exactly. throughout the infield um how about working with uh, coach palumbo he, he's got you guys playing great defense every year um well, what's a, a defensive workout like with coach yeah, we um, so we have just a set routine pretty much we do every day, just drop ball drills, working on our footwork, and then we go into uh, short hops with each other where you just kind of flip it and then um, go right into, we call it four-man fungo, and you got slow hands, get arounds, uh, four hands, back hands, and then we start doing throws to first, double plays, righty shift, lefty shift, and then uh, uh, go with a little slow roller to get it off, and then we're done. Yeah, how about as far as situations go? How much are you able to work on those during practice, during the season, where you you try to cover? It's going to be almost impossible to cover every single scenario, but mm-hmm. you try to cover everything you can, right? Yeah, they they do a great job of that. So we'll um, we do we call it situational scrimmage. So guys are taking BP, but then coach will set up a situation like first and third, one out. Right. That way, uh, guys are moving, knowing where to get to the spot, and kind of like. Um, you know, every ball's not hit the same, so it's going to be different a little place. So everybody kind of has to adjust, and we got to communicate is the biggest thing. And uh, since we played, you know, Pee Wee Little League, uh, <laughs> a pickle has been a thing, a rundown. Uh, how about practicing those and, and knowing what to do? Because sometimes those can get a little crazy out there. Yep. Yeah, we probably practice those, I'd say, at least once every week. Pickoffs to run down. To run down. So yeah. uh, we work on pickoffs and then get the pickles in there, as you call it. And uh, <laughs> um, But, yeah, those are – we, we're pretty good at those, I'd say, and those are the ones you want to get. You don't want to uh, be the team that doesn't practice that and then give a guy a free base. So. Dixon Williams joining us inside the Pirate Radio studios. You got a question or comment, you can get it in uh, on Facebook while he hangs out here for a few minutes. Uh, we'll be live, of course, coming up 3 o'clock on Pirate Radio Live. Dixon, uh, what's the week look like for you guys this week? Uh, what you got coming up? We just have uh, lift today, and then we'll practice throughout the week till thursday and then uh scrimmage again this weekend friday through sunday yeah and uh how competitive do those scrimmages get when you guys are do you pick teams are you how, how does that work they pick the teams and they make them pretty uh pretty even yeah. they try to keep the games competitive because you know you don't want it to get dry out there while you're playing each other because you know when you play another uniform it's going to be uh real competitive so what pitcher has given you the most trouble here these last few weeks uh, I'd say really any of the guys that work really quick kind of just forcing me in the box because now you got that rule that applies and you got to be in there within 10 seconds. So that really is the most uncomfortable thing. So we have a good amount of guys that work with good pace. Um, but really that's been the 
um, biggest thing keeping me uncomfortable, I would say. Yeah, I feel like when the, the pitch clock was introduced, we looked at it more so from the pitcher standpoint. Like, man, you got you to get up there, get ready, or it's going to be a ball. Didn't talk as much about the hitter standpoint, where you guys sometimes like to step out, have a routine, or, you know, whatever. Uh, but now you guys got to be ready yeah. to go. So was that an adjustment for you at all? Um, not for me. I usually have a pretty quick routine, but mm-hmm. we practice it now because it's something that can affect the game, obviously, now with them being able to call a strike. I mean, you could strike out and not even see a pitch now. So uh, we try to work on our routines and keep them under 10 seconds. Dixon Williams joining us. Another ranking for this team today, Dixon. Uh, pay any attention to that stuff? Uh, I try not to. Yeah. yeah, I mean, coach says all the time, it doesn't really doesn't really matter where you start, where you finish. Yeah, good to be recognized though, right? It is. I, it I is. mean, and the expectation is for this team to, to be good every year, and the, the standard has been set. So, not really pressure but it's got to make you feel good to go out there knowing that you know people believe in you and uh from the inside and outside yeah no it's it's good to have that recognition but you also got to be able to uh open a weekend we got to be able to go out and compete against those guys because they're going to try and everybody's going to want to beat us this year and uh we're going to want to beat everybody, but we can't be complacent with our ranking. And we've seen opening weekends not go so well at ECU. So, yes. yes, we have. Uh, you guys will be ready to go uh, each and every time out. And I believe it was Carter Cunningham. I asked him, you know, about the, you know, his day to day and all that stuff. You got a next practice, next to bat, next pitch. But also, when you're in Charlottesville, you got to be thinking, man, we, we need to be playing these games at home. So, mm-hmm. you know, how do you kind of compartmentalize all that? And he said, just treating every game, whether it's midweek, whether it's Friday, Sunday, whatever the day, you got to win that day. Yeah. And uh, is that the, yeah. the mindset you guys take? Yeah, they talk about it all the time. Like, no matter what game it is, what practice, what rep, like, treat everything like it's the national championship game because really every game helps us get there. And you don't know what game is going to affect us hosting a regional or being in somebody else's home territory so it uh we definitely have to come in with that mindset every day dixon williams joining us dixon i'm sure you know some guys playing around the state whether it be north carolina nc state charlotte whatever um it's easy to flip on a college football game or college basketball game and now with espn plus honestly it's easy to to define some baseball but how like aware are you uh, and how much do you know about the opponents you'll be facing this year i mean dude I gotta imagine it's tough to kind of scout everybody, right? Yeah, well, we don't um, we don't really look. I wouldn't say I look ahead or know anybody, but we have a pretty good plan every time we go out. Yeah. I mean, we'll see who we're facing, what he's got, and uh, so when we play the teams, we know what we're what we're getting into, and we kind of know the scouting report on everybody. Um, other than like new guys where we haven't seen anything from them, but uh, by by on a weekend series by Saturday we'll have pretty much everybody. And as Cliff says, if y'all play the way you're supposed to, you'll win a lot of those games. If you don't, you'll lose them. So exactly. Uh, and it is interesting this year. So you, your first conference series is at UTSA, followed by UAB, followed by FAU, followed by Charlotte. That is four new teams in a row mm-hmm. to this league so uh yeah. and then you'll get wichita memphis south florida tulane and then in with rice you're actually playing more series against new teams than you are old teams yeah which is it's kind of unique i know it doesn't matter much to you but just something in the schedule a little scheduling quirk there right yeah yeah um and yeah we kind of switch it every year so we're going to be in the same places as last year yeah obviously wichita comes to us we went there last year so 
Um, it's always different every year. Do you have a, a rival in this conference or a team that you guys uh, enjoy playing, like to beat? Maybe there's a little talk going on. Anybody come to mind? We, I think we always like playing Cincinnati, but obviously we're not playing yeah. them anymore. But we just we always played them so much. It felt like a rival. It was like right, you'd play them here and there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, we played them, what I think seven or eight times last year because we ended up facing them in the conference tournament too so yeah we were always playing with those guys they were fun to play against and i wouldn't really say it was smack talk but uh we kind of knew some of the guys and it was just, it was just a fun game to play in any added oomph when you take on a north carolina a nc state a duke a team like oh, that definitely yeah definitely every time um and yeah the fans always bring the energy i wouldn't say at the other places uh like we went to carolina last year and pirate fans packed that out so uh <laughs> I think we do a great job with that. and But, yeah, there's always some added uh, energy for those games. Dixon Williams joining us. Pirate Radio Studios. East Carolina will uh, get their season underway with Ryder coming up on February the 16th. That'll be a Friday opening day, 4 o'clock first pitch at Clark LeClaire Stadium. And, uh, Dixon, I don't know, anything individually you want to accomplish between now and that date? We're getting closer to it. Uh, anything you want to fine-tune here? Just really uh, getting ready for – the season you know getting my my classes straight i want to be good in that aspect yeah. and uh, just being healthy just uh that way i don't have to deal with anything nagging uh during the season how difficult is the uh picking of a walk-up song like how, how much do you think about i that? i'd say each guy definitely spends two to two plus hours finding a walk-up <laughs> song you can't you can't just pick one off your head you yeah. gotta listen to it kind of feel out what, what it's going to be like you might even have to hit a walk you know like how am i going to walk up to the plate with this one so it's definitely uh it's a process uh you got yours ready to go or i do i do okay yeah, you want to save it or uh, you, i mean it's up to you you want to i mean are we gonna play it up here um if shirley can pull it real quick uh can you pull a uh dixon's walk-up song if he says it real quick if we can find a live version i don't want to get kicked off of facebook and youtube what is uh, it yeah um it's calabria 2008 maybe okay a little club mix okay surely uh see if you can find that and uh we'll hit a few seconds of that i always enjoy making the uh you gotta have something i mean you you obviously want something that you like yeah you can't have a, a walk-up song that's not your personality true so but I also want something that gets the fans into it a little bit too. So. Yeah, I think it's a good mix. You either play something that every single person knows so they can I get just involved with it, slice, but or you you have something totally unique. Like, right. And I, I don't. Maybe I'll recognize this when I hear it. You I might. Do, I do not know it uh, off the name of it. But like Carter's from a couple of years ago, like nobody yeah. knows what the hell that is. Yeah, no, and, and it uh, became a hit. It did. It's uh, very popular now. Okay, uh, let me see if this is it. All right, let's see. This is kind of it, but this is a little more remixy. It's on Apple. I know I, I played on Apple. Somebody had used this uh, maybe a couple years Destination ago. Destination Calabria or just Calabria? It's just Calabria 2008. Just Calabria 2008. Okay, uh-huh. hold on, hold on. You 2000 uh, and late. Sure. <laughs> I did not include the number. That's why. Okay. But, uh, that sounded familiar to me. Dylan Cruz used it. Okay. Uh, Calabria 2008. So what are you, Dixon? You a club guy? No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, <laughs> just like the tune? Yeah. Just some upbeat music. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Now, what is your philosophy on changing music? Are you trying to you want to stick with it the whole year, right? But Now, that depends. Yeah. Uh, if 
you know, I think you got to go with uh, what's going on right now, like what's popular on um, yeah. TikTok and all that stuff. So you kind of, that kind of keeps everybody engaged too. Here we go. This is it. Okay. Uh, we'll start at about uh, right here. Okay. Or no, right here. I can see the crowd clapping a little bit. Ah, that's a good call, man. You like that one? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I wouldn't say I have the best. I think I think Jacob Starling has me beat in that category. Um, I can see Jake. Gonna, Hunt. I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah, don't spoil it. I can see Jake Hunter dancing to this as you come up to the yeah. plate. Yeah, no, <laughs> cool. I'll ask him about the that. The crowd getting hype. All right, I like it. Dixon, uh, good luck, man. Thanks for hanging out. We'll keep up with you uh, and talk to you during the season as well. But uh, good luck if we don't talk to you before awesome. opening day. Yeah, thank it, y'all for having me. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. 